you're listening to a Two Jackets podcast. Check out more at twojackets.com. Welcome, listeners. This is a bonus episode of Sham Fiction. We just wrapped up three episodes of Shamcoms. Shamcoms. Our Sham Fiction sitcoms. Rachel was in all three of them. She was great. She decided to come back, and we have other people here as well. So we are really excited to introduce these people and talk a little bit about what that experience was. We didn't get to talk as much to them as we would have liked in the wrap-up period. So we're going to go through the three episodes, The Big Bang Theory, Friends, Frasier, not in that order. Frasier, then Friends would be the correct order. And talk about what this was like and what our actors are thinking about this process, if they'll ever work with us again. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. Um, so one thing that I really want to start, because I think we should, again, get people to reacquaint them with their voices, is that we're going to go around, and I want to hear more about your guys' favorite sitcom. So it doesn't need to be one of these three, but kind of use that as a way to kind of hear your guys' voices. Hmm. So who here, in no particular order, if you've got one right off the bat, Alan, please, Mr. Uh, Alan Voigt. I've been falling in love with New Girl. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's such a beautifully like written show, and like the improv that they do along with it is it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm really happy you said that. New Girl is one of my favorites. That was one I really wanted to do for this, um, but we chose we wanted to do at least one modern sitcom because Frasier and Friends we went to immediately. Right. But that third slot was one that we were kind of like, Ooh. Yeah, but, yeah, but we've all seen that, right? Or Marcus, have you? I've not seen, seen a few episodes. Okay. But not well, we've all seen okay. a few, so it's off the table. Well, yeah. well we'll I just wait we a little while for Marcus to. Forget yep. that he knows about it and do it. No, I love New Girl so Never much. Never forget anything. I remember every actor in this room. Yeah. Uh, who else? Anybody like sitcoms? It could be modern. It could be classic. It could be yeah. I Love Lucy. Um, I I know uh, th- this is one that I feel like maybe not everyone knows. Maybe people do. I don't know. Um, I'm a huge. Uh, I, I'm a huge Phil Hartman fan. Oh yeah. Oh, great. Phil Hartman. Guy was dynamite. Um, I know what you're talking about. But I love news radio. News radio. Uh, news radio. I mean, it's just yeah. it is so he, he's so dynamite. He's just so good on that, and I love Dave Foley on there too. Like everyone is just it was it was cast so well, and it is so ridiculous. Like it's just I love that show. I've, what is the vibe of that show? I've never seen. That's one I'm unfamiliar oh, 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 with. Oh, oh. News radio. Is it, so what is shows. is it? Does it feel like more like Frasier? Is it kind of like intelligent that way, or is it more wacky? It's a little more wacky. Okay. A little more wackadoodle. I mean, there's. I mean, you have Andy Dick in that show, so you can't have Andy Dick in a show and it's going to be normal. So sure, I'd say it's a lot. Kind of like Thirty Rock would be a more contemporary version. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, totally. Yeah, it's behind the scenes at this talk radio station. Yep. Uh, okay. Like Frasier, but not <laughs> not serious like Frasier. Right. Okay. They also did some really ridiculous things at the end of their season. Oh, yeah. Each season, they would do like a Titanic episode. Where what <laughs> yeah. if the news radio was on the Titanic? Or what if news radio was in outer space? It was really fun. Yeah, yeah it was, was wild. Fun. It was really fun. They had they had a good time, I think, like writing it just for the sake of doing just weird stuff. That sounds so cool. That does sound a lot like Thirty Rock. That's yeah. cool. I'll have to check that. I think that's available for streaming. All right. Katie. Uh, well, I did touch on this a little bit during the Friends episode, but Friends is one of my favorite sitcoms. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a classic. It ran for 10, yep, 11 seasons, 10 seasons. 10 seasons. Um, yeah. amazing. 94 the, to 2004. I think they never really, I mean, obviously there were probably some episodes in between there that got a little stale or had the same jokes over, but always my favorite uh, jokes within that series were the ones where they were all revealing uh, ideas about each other or uh, secrets that they all had about each mm-hmm. other. And just the relationship that they all had was this very unique kind of thing at the time that kind of grew into more of a 
Yeah, yeah, this idea of six people being so close in one another's lives, yeah. like, that was something that we tried to hit on with Marcus, is that, like, these people, like, they spend a lot of time with one another. Mm-hmm. Like, when these scenes happen in the apartment <laughs> or at the coffee shop, they are usually all there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm glad you got that yeah, in there. Seemingly, they don't even uh, work for a living. They just, uh, <laughs> they spend all their time mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also really, really, really love I Love Lucy. Oh, that yes. was Whoa. You, yeah. you had mentioned it just briefly, and it was like, oh, fire works i used to again uh crawl up on my grandma's floor and watch rerun episodes of it on nick at night because it mm-hmm. would yep. run and the the classic beauty of lucille ball and like her physical comedy in that era was just so groundbreaking i i loved watching her physical comedy because <laughs> she was just this this goofy you know kind of whiny but also smart and intelligent and just Pulled it all together for me, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad you went old school with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. It's just hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious. Yeah. 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 It stands up. Yeah, yeah so um, when talking about these three that we did uh, for the show. So, Eric, uh, I know you're probably upset that we didn't introduce you at the start of the show, but we should still hear about Rachel's favorite sitcom. Well, do we have to? <laughs> I, I, just, I, I, mean, I mean, you know, if I Rachel's know she's your the favorite. only person I know here, yeah, um, yeah. would be someone I'd like to get to. I try to move it along. You just say no. Once again, I think Eric uh, just skipped over me because I didn't have a lot to add. I was just going to say that I really enjoy New Girl as far as a modern sitcom. Uh, I would, I would draw a comparison to New Girl and Friends in the way that yes the the group like they're all they're not all all together all the time all um <laughs> but there is a community there that mm-hmm. is outside of family and yet they kind of make their own family there's some holiday episodes where they're all together and they share a lot with one another sometimes probably more than I would ever share with my friends <laughs> but um yeah, it's really, and I think it's a generational thing, too, that maybe started with Friends, and now you see that more in, like, sitcoms and other television shows and things like that. So I really like it, and there's some really nice comedic genius going on there. And I also like I Love Lucy, just Yay. like Katie. I grew up with it, and yeah. I really, yeah, it's good. Nice. Man, like, old sitcoms, like the, the halcyon days of sitcoms. Uh, <laughs> Teaching vocabulary. Is anybody else here really familiar with like old sitcoms or even like, like, like I shouldn't even say like just familiar, but watch them, a lot of them? I watched The Monkees growing oh, up. Oh, man. Sure. And The Brady Bunch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just to name a couple, but yeah, I, I liked those a lot. Uh, my other favorite was Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh, oh yeah. Dick Van Dyke Show was also a classic. Just that that comedic humor. Uh, an episode that I'll never forget is the I think it was like a a walnut episode where Laura came out of the closet. I think it was a Halloween episode where Joe knows what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> she came out and he ended up having like a nightmare about it or whatever. But um, there were these eyes in the back of Laura's head. That's his wife in the in the thing, and I will never forget it. I don't know why. Sounds terrifying. It was a little creepy. Yeah. For a kid, but... Joe, you've been, like, nodding along with this, so Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I love Dick Van Dyke. Mm -hmm. Uh, And actually, weirdly, so this is... Like, recently, I've been watching... um, I've been watching M.A.S.H., Oh, oh yeah, which yeah. so like has like I didn't realize. I mean, I never really watched. It. I just remember like my parents watched it and whatever, and and I didn't realize how much of like social commentary that Mash really has. Yeah. Like, wh- I mean, it really does touch on like a lot of different social issues, but it is like hilarious. And 
Alan Alda is just, just he's listen to dynamite. He's his voice all day. Yeah. He's Lull great. me to sleep. Yeah, he is great. Oh, man. And speaking of, like, war, like, Hogan's Heroes was something oh, yeah. I watched all the time. Oh, yeah. Hogan's Heroes is great. Like, that was on constant rotation in local TV, yeah. and I watched a ton of it in school. Yeah. Not actually in school, but, you know, after school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes in school, it's educational, right? Well, no. <laughs> but just that, that goofiness of taking uh, a situation um, as awful and, or, you know, complicated as war and just making it the silly thing where it's like there are – there are Nazis who are characters, but they're just goofballs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. great. Oh, I love it. Oh, I was just going to make a snide comment about uh, Twin Peaks. Anybody oh. like Twin Peaks oh, as a man. sitcom? This is an, something what? that we're, we want to do for the show because I don't know if any of us have actually seen <gasps> Twin Peaks. Oh, my God. I've seen the first, the, the two-part. Isn't it like a two-parter that opens it? Fire like, Walk With Me. No, that was the movie, but there's a two-part opening. I don't know. Whatever. There's I haven't a, seen there's it. There's a film, yeah. I think, and the show, yeah. but the show. Yeah, and they're doing out. a new show, so we really should be. Oh talking my god! Uh, yes. you gotta check it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Do a champagne. That's exciting. You guys should have Rachel and Joe come in and explain it to you, and you should all write it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. There we go. Then less work for us. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, Thanks so we did write a few things, Eric. You're, you're getting to this earlier. Uh, yeah. and I jumped on you, but. <laughs> You want to talk about the Big Bang Theory? Sort of take us through our last three weeks of sham cops? Oh, man. Okay. So this was, I know, a long time ago for all you people. Uh, <laughs> so we did uh, the Big Bang Theory episode, uh, and you were all lovely and nice enough to, to join us and voice some characters. Um, so for everybody who I think everyone's seen at least maybe one episode of, of Big Bang Theory, uh, what? How was it close? Was it anything like the show? Anything that you can point at to be like, this was so wrong, Alan? I just think culturally you resonate with it just because like you make your own homemade Catan set and like yeah. you understand <laughs> you understand the style of humor that this show goes for. And like sure. when I heard the jokes that you wrote, it's exactly on point with what they write for the nice. show. So okay, yeah. that's good. That was my like my number one priority. It's like I just gotta hit. These nerdy things that you know the regular audience doesn't necessarily know about, but they've heard about it, and yeah. Uh, anybody else? Was it? Was it? Just, just you can just tell me it's bad. It's fine. <laughs> it, it, well, and it, it, I, I don't think it was bad, and I, I mean, as far as the, the amount I have watched Big yeah. Bang Theory is questionable, uh-huh. but uh, the relationship between uh, Leonard and Penny, like their little interaction like going to that uh comic-con like that was great awesome and that actually seemed like that truly like would be in an episode as far as what i know yeah and we we talked about this in the wrap-up to that Mm -hmm. episode but they did do a episode where they went to comic-con but they got (laughs) sidelined because the uh, van broke down oh nice (laughs) but yeah yeah absolutely I, i think that eric developed that really well um this is a writing exercise, this whole show, sham fiction. And these aren't meant to be finished products. This is the closest we've come to doing a finished product if we did a bit more of a performance with it. But what was that like coming in? You know, you'd heard maybe a little bit of sham fiction before. We've worked with you all before and we like you all. And what was it like to come in and take on a character who is so far removed? This is someone who's heard about a show, writing about a show, and then you're playing a character who someone else plays. Uh, anyone want to talk on that? I'll go first, since I was really far removed from a couple of these shows. It was uh, it was really fun. Um, it 
I had seen a couple of the episodes of each show just to kind of give myself some background. Yeah. Uh, Big Bang Theory was definitely the one that I knew the least amount about. Um, but it was it was so fun because even even without context, I think the episodes were written so that you could jump right in and like get a feel for what the characters were and their relationships with each other. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Thank you. That was it. Was fun. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. I was gonna say thank you yeah. You're, again. I loved your Raj. It was so <laughs> great. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah. So anybody else like the experience of coming I, in here? I've worked with you guys a couple of times, and I I just jumped at the opportunity to work with you again. I think it's always so much fun because you have these really wonderful perspectives on characters and relationships, and so just. Again, not uh, knowing Big Bang Theory too much. I just watched the pilot episode, mm-hmm. but kind of keeping that fresh in my mind and having this here, I, I, I guess I did more like facial acting than <laughs> to kind of like you know give my voice a tone. But oh, yeah. you could see you could see them uh, these characters kind of the way they would say it, and that kind mm-hmm. of helped me to 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 vocalize that. Well, your Leonard nice. was was wonderful. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't get to see this when you're listening to the podcast, but Katie was really getting into the acting. She'd be doing the hand gestures and the live long and prosper salute. Yeah, it was excellent. I called for that. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that you like that you point that out as like because I was going to make the comment like great visual reference on a podcast, but it helps you get into character. So yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> well, whenever you see people doing the voiceover recordings in studios, if you see behind the scenes on your favorite mm-hmm. animated shows, they're acting, they're animated, they're really getting into it because it gets you in that position. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, so uh, other than Big Bang Theory, we also did uh, we also did Frasier. what Frasier was yeah. next. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> or I mean, I wrote it. Yeah, no, you're not Frazier. I'm not Frazier. No, a- Alan, Alan is Frazier. Alan, Alan, so what was it like coming in here? Were you ready to play Frazier? Were you like, I am going to fight for this? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, no, I like, yeah, I, I, I love that show. Like, I watched it, like, sitting on my grandma's floor while she smoked a cigarette. Like, we watched it every single time it came on, like, as it was coming on. And then when I got older, same as Joe Rapp, I watched it again, and I was like, I didn't understand this, but this is a real good show, what I'm seeing right now. So, like, it, yeah, yeah. As soon as I heard that you had Frasier on the list, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I could be a little little Frasier poop. (laughs) So, yeah, Joe, you also mentioned that this was the one show that you have seen every episode of, Frasier in particular. So, again, coming into this, knowing that we were going to do it, you said that you loved Niles. Were you like, again, like, I need to play Niles? Um, not, I mean, not necessarily, I guess. I was, I think he is, I, I, weirdly enough, I, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sort of. Uh, I, I, for some reason I was thinking of this, that last year, uh, as I, like, I, I, I forced my girlfriend to watch Frasier, um, and she ended up liking it as well, but as I was watching it, I was, all I could think is, Man, this would be like a dream role. Like, and David Hyde oh, Pierce yeah. is oh, so yeah. good. And like, he like nobody could compete with him. Like, he's just, he's so perfect in as, as Niles. But it would be like a dream role. I'd love to play a role like that. It's just so he's so ridiculous. He's a, like he's his, a scene stealer. Yeah, for sure. he is. He totally is. Like, he's one of those supporting characters that you just you love it. You know, whenever you see them come in, 
you're going to love what you see from them, you know? Like, so with you guys that are familiar with the show, reading through my script, was there anything about the script that you felt was dead on or way off? That something... <laughs> Either way, either uh, way. I, I can think of a few things. <laughs> well, we well you've already this. told yeah. me. <laughs> I thought, honestly, this is a super small thing, and it has zero to do with us acting. Um, I, the title cards, you did great with the title cards. Oh, cool. I thought the okay. title cards were great. That's good. Yeah. Those are super fun. Uh, I loved how you, you did the scene in his house where you had the continuous into the kitchen and then the continuous back out. Like, I can, I can visually see how that was happening. And that's how the show goes. Like, they're talking, they're talking. Suddenly they have the aside in this little, like, you know, like Moliere type area. Mm-hmm. And then they come out into the main area. It, it was, it, it read exactly how I could visualize an episode going. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. Very really true. glad. <laughs> well, and even it's like the, 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 the small thing that I liked immediately, and I think it was one of the first scenes where um, they're they're at uh, KCL, and um, Roz says something about like he says something about like this bait and tackle shot, yeah. and it was like that. It would be right out of an episode where it would cut, and then he'd be like, "Why? Why is this <laughs> our sponsor?" Why? And it was I coming right it. after the bass slide, yeah, yeah, yeah which like, is uh, classic Frazier. Yeah, it was that's cool. <laughs> That was great. And Rachel, you got to do another accent for us here. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nailed it. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. No, I, I really wanted to play that character because I didn't know a lot about the show, but I felt like I could maybe do an accent for Daphne, <laughs> and that would, like, set me apart <laughs> as being someone who knew something about what was going on. Oh, but it rang true. It was so good. <laughs> I really liked playing Martin because I, yeah, yes. a, a lot of my improv too. I always feel like I have like a seventy-year-old man kind of squatting inside me. And that's kind of what I. That's part of the reason I cast. Kind of what I default to. <laughs> I sense it. Really weird. Yeah, um, but I, I could, I could, you know, feel he's so cynical, you know, and kind of quippy, just really mm-hmm. one-offs. Um, I, I thought that was from what I know of the show. I thought that was very well put. You rocked it. I was so pleased <laughs> I, with everybody. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and for our, for our Fraser fans, I, I do have to ask your opinion. We talked about this in the uh, post discussion. Yeah, what did you think about uh, the Eddie being lost premise? Because that was an episode on the show. Do you remember that mm-hmm. one? Yep. Uh, was that kind of spooky that it was the same thing? Yeah, there were some similarities there. Yeah, I, I totally. I. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think well, it was like a nice, pleasant surprise that sure. that happened. I think that's. And I think that's maybe just the way sitcoms operate is that there's kind of only so many storylines you can do. And it, it, they bleed. And, like, even if you watch, you know, Frasier and then you watch an episode of Friends, there might be themes that oh, just yeah. carry over. And, like, you're like, oh, that's kind of like this episode of this sitcom. And that, I think that's okay. I think that's actually – I thought that was great that that happened because that's immediately what I thought. I was like, yeah. this was an actual episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was also perfect that, like, how the brothers, they loathe this dog. Both of them just hate this dog. Uh-huh. And just immediately it was like, oh, well, let's fight over who loves it more. Like, that's the exact petty <laughs> argument that those two people would have. Yeah. Um, watching the pilot episode, I believe, or the, one of the first episodes, where Frazier stakes his claim on how much he hates this dog because he just stares at him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that, that part that you wrote about him being in the back seat and just, like, his, <laughs> it doesn't change no matter how he's talking to this dog. Like, it's I could see it, and it was just so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, that was part of that. See, I and I've told these guys that um, 
I love, like, I've never seen an episode of the show all the way through, but I love that dog. I've seen that dog, you know, just the bits. And I was such a huge Peanuts fan as a kid that Eddie always strikes me as a Snoopy character. So I was going to have more inserts of the adventures of Eddie that always had Joe Cool under them. So I at least got the one in there. I was so pleased that I got at least the one. Um, I even thought about doing, like, subtitles, like... um, like Eddie's thoughts or something mm. like that, but that yeah. got away with me. Very with me. glad you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, our other show, Friends. Friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably Friends. The, the highest profile show. Well, I don't know if it's, if it's uh, maybe higher profile, about equal to The Big Bang Theory. Sure. Uh, that's that I have not <laughs> seen. So, mm. uh, what was it like becoming these friends in New York? Or for those of you who have seen the show, I know. Uh, how, how did I do? Was it close? Was it far off? I thought it was spot on. Yeah, I really oh. did. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty incredible. I thought it, it played more to uh, the beginning, you know, kind of seasons of Friends and <laughs> like kind of their naivety. Is that a word? Yeah. Where they were naivete. Naivete. <laughs> um, uh, I, you know, Monica being so. Uh, blindly in love, you know, she has really bad luck with men, mm-hmm. and just, why can't I get a date, you know? Um, Rachel, we didn't hear a lot of, I, but you really don't get a really good grasp for her character. I don't know mm-hmm. how much you've seen it. Did you only see the pilot? I haven't so, seen any of it. Oh, okay. I've never seen a full episode of Friends. Rachel is, you know, I, I would say every single person is more of an integral part, but Joey and Chandler's interaction, the mm-hmm. way that you wrote it, was spot on. <laughs> Their bromance together was characterized great in this script. It was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. I loved every part of it. I thought you did a, for never seeing it, you did an awesome job capturing. <laughs> and this is coming from Katie, who's seen yeah. every episode ten times, so there you go. <laughs> you screw everything that we said about it. That's... That's what well, you can't get any better praise than that. <laughs> yeah, Joey was just like absolutely like I what I remember from Joey is like him eating food and just being completely oblivious and every single line was him either eating food or yeah. being completely mm-hmm. oblivious. We're talking <laughs> about food. Yeah. <laughs> sex cupcakes. Oh, that's I used to play Mason sex cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Mike Nelson's joke from Rift Tracks. I stole that. <laughs> that's a good joke. I thought Chandler Chandler could have used a little bit more. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sa- like sarcasm. Sarcasm. Oh yeah. He could have yeah. used a lot more sarcasm because everything. Could you be any more sarcastic? <laughs> oh, um, we didn't talk about that. We should have that sort of line. The, could you be any more? That's true. That comes up yeah. in like every episode. Absolutely. Yeah. But I was uh, very ple- yeah. Like your performance of uh, Ross. Like just. <laughs> when you yelled, like when you got really angry, yeah. there was like you turned into David Schwimmer for a second there. <laughs> I'm not joking. You did, like you nailed that. It was, it was the way that it was written. You know, you could you could see the line in front of you. It's like he would get this like high pitched, like almost crazed. You did what? <laughs> My sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Pivot. 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 Oh god! So Rachel, uh, as Phoebe, uh, how, how did you uh, like this song? Because you had to sing, and it was amazing. And uh, I'm I am floored because this was just written as lyrics, right? Yeah. Argus, and how how was that experience? That was a lot of fun. Um, I've done some improvisational type of exercises and things <laughs> in my career. No. Um, <laughs> 
So that was a fun challenge, and uh, I have I'm a little more familiar with Friends than I am with the other sitcoms. Sure. But it seemed like this was really spot on, and I I liked the relationships between the characters and sort of that whole situational comedy. We need to make a plot, like or or we need to like band together against like the, these one or two other characters and show them the error of their ways type of thing. I feel like that's a really big theme in sitcoms, and so I liked how that was in this story and then the characters their interactions the bromance the <laughs> you know um, monica making bad decisions about men and everybody else seeing it but she not seeing it and um phoebe just kind of being off in her own little world but still a part of the group it, it was nice so awesome well yeah your, your performance there was excellent thank you that, that was so much fun i was nervous when i wrote it into the script i was like oh are they gonna be able to handle it way better than I could have hoped. <laughs> it was awesome. I was yeah. surprised that you were able to get Ben Affleck for this. Yeah. I, awesome. I wanted to have him and Damon, uh, but it just got too expensive. Yeah. So. Yeah, it gets tough, I, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, like, they got both George Clooney and Noah Wiley in the first season at the height of ER, but again, that was a network, thing. That was a network yeah. thing, you know, so that made a little bit more sense. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> for, so you guys, um, you may know from the podcast, but we do bonus points. So during the pitch session, we um, each assign the two pitchers to sign uh, assign bonus points. You know, put this in your script or put this in your prose, and extra points from us. Um, so my bonus point was Marcus put a '90s cameo, a '90s star cameo was, in your script, was, and yeah. I was so ple- as I said earlier, I was so <laughs> pleased with that. Your choice with that. Yeah. Joe, how was it playing uh, Ben Affleck here? I thought you, you captured the cool of him here. <laughs> the worst impression I've ever done. In my life. <laughs> uh, I, I just always pictured Ben Affleck as just this smug guy, you know, especially back yeah. in the early '90s, uh, before he really yeah, broke definitely. into the more dramatic roles. He's mm-hmm. just, hey, how's it going, girl? <laughs> Pre Pearl Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And now he's Batman. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> Which came out a couple months ago. Oh, what did right. you think about it, guys? Um, there's yeah, Batman that? in it. Yeah, we've totally there's seen Batman it. There's Batman v Superman, and then there's yeah. a Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to get into what you guys maybe expected to see in here that wasn't in there. Like for any of them, any of the shows, was there something sure. in there that you really wanted to see that maybe we didn't hit on anything at all? I, I thought maybe there would be um, some crying. Oh, more emotions. A little more, a, a little more brought on melodrama, and then like the wrap up where they they hug. And then <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fine. Hugging and learning. Yeah, hugging and learning. Very important. I think I thought honestly that was that I that brings up a good point because I thought that with Fraser too because I there's um there's a fair amount of episodes where Fraser like especially with his relationship with his dad where they have those like real moments where it all of a sudden just like it goes from funny to like this serious moment yeah. between he and his dad like sitting down and like Fraser basically like being like like apologizing for being you know a jerk or whatever and then his dad apologizing for being a jerk too and like it's just those those like moments where it just takes like one second where they have just this real connection and then the tension gets broken by something, whatever that may be, you know. Um, and they'll so, actually cut out the laugh track in those bits. So yeah. Frasier, more than any of these other shows, can get super serious. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Huh. Cool. Anything else? Any bits? Yeah, kind of final closing mm-hmm. thoughts here. Um, if you had to give us scores <laughs> for these shows, we can go one at a time. I would love to know 
Uh, yeah, Big it, Bang. Yeah, Start just there. Use percentage wise. Big Bang. What or whatever grade? metric you you choose. We, we make up our own metrics. Great. We use different metrics yeah. every single time. But I will accept a schoolhouse uh, A, B, C, D, F grade. So uh, start with Katie. Uh, I give you a B plus. B plus. Yeah, and that's just strictly, I guess, based on my knowledge of the show. But you enjoyed it enough that it 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 wasn't it wasn't the best thing you'd ever heard, but it was above average. It was very funny. All right, should give you a passing grade, man. That's fantastic, Alan. I'd give you three wheat and two ore. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the wrong combination because now I need to trade that wheat for another ore. You got to do a little more work. I gave you everything you Because then I, I'd have a city. Yeah, but, oh, almost. Okay. I mean, maybe I can trade one of uh, or two of them for, like, the sheep, and I can get, like, a development card, which is good, too, but this, oh, okay. That's well, good. That's not for bad. you not nerds that's, that's, listening, this is a sentence <laughs> of Catan reference. Uh, Joe Rapp? Um, I'd say, I mean, <laughs> it's so hard to judge this one because I know so little about that. <laughs> that makes it better, Joe. Exactly. Just how, how, how much fun it was. You I know, would say, was yeah, I think, like, Capturing everything, at least on how my my feelings about it, I would say I'd give that one an, an eight just to keep these different scales moving. <laughs> an to ten. make it less and less right. like you're fitting right in. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> Rachel? Silver Star. Ooh. Wow. Oh yeah! I won't tell you what the other colors of the stuff. <laughs> That's great. That's it's all on your face. We can see it. All right. So, okay. How about Fraser? Let's start back. Let's, let's just start with Rachel, right? Or let's go back the other way. Um, I I thought it was really good. I, I'd give you an A. Ooh. A question mark. A question mark. A question mark. I'm gonna write that down. That's, that's a good, yeah. Good I'm using your inflection in my in your grade. Yep. <laughs> yep. So you can interpret that. Yeah, as a psychiatrist would say, it's not what she gives you. It's what, what would you give yourself? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, thank you, Rachel. Uh, Joe? Um, you know, I'd give it, uh, out of ten space needles, uh, <laughs> I'd give it, let's, an eight, it got eight and a half, nine. I mean, I really Whoa. liked it. I yeah. really Fantastic. liked it. it was oh, great. that means yeah, a lot. It was really fun. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy when the people that have seen all the show are are, are into it. So yeah. that's awesome. Uh, Alan, out of the eight Billy Basses at the cabin, I give you seven. I give you nice. seven of those Billy Basses. Okay, that's great. And they all have batteries. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, sir. Katie, uh, I would give you an A. Nice. An A. Yeah. <laughs> Inflection. Uh, I'm going to put an ellipsis after that. A dot dot dot. In, a, a, a true writer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, moving on. Actually, yeah, well, so the last one we did was Friends, the 90s coolest show, uh, I think. Super hip. Super hip, that's why I didn't watch Model it. Model hot. Model hot, super attractive, Date dates a lot. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'd love to hear what you thought of my take on this show. I've somehow avoided for twenty years. Uh, <laughs> Katie, uh, I'd, I'd give you uh, the the Pacific Ocean. Oh, it's <laughs> the best one. Whoa. It's the best one, right? The big ocean. <laughs> it's the biggest and the best ocean. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll give you an Affleck and a Damon. Collect all two. Man, it was so great when Damon showed up as Robin in that Batman movie back in March. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. 
Oh gosh, uh, I'd get the pair. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that definitely yeah. totally happened. Yeah, we've yeah. all seen the movie. It's May. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just behind the scenes, uh, we're recording this in March. It I hasn't come out done. yet. What? Uh, so just, just sorry to burst that bubble, but I hate this joke. <laughs> <laughs> So, Joe, Joe, what did you think of uh, Marcus's friends? Uh, I'd give you an F uh, on a scale from F minus to F plus. So, an F. That's good. That's everything I ever wanted. Rachel. I would give you 19. 19? Winks. Whoa. Out of 20. Oh. Hey, kids, get them out of winks. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, we're all hot and bothered oh, over here. I was going to say, how are you doing? They're better at this than we are. Scales. This always catches me up. I'm like, wait, give me like 30 seconds. Yeah, I love watching Eric make up metrics. Like, he gets so nervous. He kind of uh, tenses up whenever we get to Marcus that point. Marcus has to send me hand signals. <laughs> like, do Wolverine claws. Do Wolverine claws. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, but then he just always does Wolverine claws. I know. It doesn't time. matter what Every the thing is. Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> Did he use that for his kink at one point? Gosh, well, yeah, thank you so much for coming and coming back and doing this little bonus episode. It was nice to be able to talk to you about this. Uh, any, anything else you want to say about the experience, about what you got going on in your own personal projects you want to plug? Oh, yeah, plug away. That's yeah. the time to do it. Uh, come see me and Joe at Comedy Sports. Oh, Comedy yeah. Sports in Minneapolis. Yeah. Fantastic mm-hmm. venue. Yeah, those Hilarious. of you in the Minneapolis area, area, that's Calhoun Square. You should go check it out there, right at the corner of Hennepin and Lake Street. Mm-hmm. I have been. It is a lovely, lovely time. <laughs> yes. All right. Anybody else got something to, I, to plug? I don't have anything to plug. I just had a great time. It was really it was interesting. Like, okay, so, like, skimming the scripts real fast and then just reading them. Yeah. So my great reading abilities, I'm sure, were very apparent. <laughs> Yeah, this was so much fun, guys. Thank you so much for inviting us. Thank you. Thank you, guys. This is amazing. I mean, this has been just the three of us, uh, you know, hold up on our own, by ourselves, just, just, I don't know, laughing at each other's jokes. And it's, it's... (laughs) It feels pretty masturbatory most of the time, and the <laughs> ability to get uh, four wonderful, talented actors in to actually read this has been a really great experience. It's kind of uh, taught us some things, I think. Uh, I learned hug- I think this is time for some, some hugging. Some, some hugging. learning. Some winks. And some, some winks. winks. And some winks. <laughs> oh, oh, there's hugging. Oh, there's hugging. Oh. 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 Alan is hugging Katie. Joe is hugging his new friend Rachel. Yep, we're yep. new friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never met before. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the, these actors, we, we, we appreciate them all. We like working with them. Check out some of the stuff they've done on the Two Jackets film side before this, if you want. We've got links up there. Uh, Citadel Superheroes, my personal favorite. Katie just completely nailed that role um, and recommend that one. Absolutely. And um, if you want to see a very ball gagged Alan Voigt, check no, out. No. Uh, There's no need to see that. Or, or Alan, <laughs> Alan roaring over flames billowing behind him. Uh, check out You Only Die Once. He's excellent in that. And um, 
one of our lesser known 48s, the one it didn't perform the best in the competition, but it holds such a pl- special place in my heart, so is All's Chair in Love and War, in which, which features Joe Rapp. And Joe has such an affinity for those chairs in that he, he sold his love for these chairs in that piece. So please, please stop what you're doing and check that out. Yeah. It's so Great. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, a last member of our panel, certainly not least, and apparently Marcus's favorite and the only <laughs> one that he remembers, oh, Rachel Palaszewski, uh, who uh, makes a, a, a wonderful appearance as a, as a corpse in, uh, in that, All Dressed, uh, in, All dressed right. in White, the Horror 48 from a few years back. And goes back to our college roots in yeah. the Third West Ballad. So that's on the site, Third yeah. West Ballad. Rachel Gotta Palaszewski's check it out. And she plays an uber nerd in that who's really into all sorts of nerdy stuff. So she'd fit that character, Captain Kara Thrace, would fit in <laughs> real well with the Big Bang Theory. Very, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> so. Yeah. Once again, thank you all so much for being here. Check out, we're, we're going to have uh, links to all their projects in the show notes. So please check those out. Click those URLs. And, uh,. We'll see you next time. That's it. See you you in our regularly scheduled episodes next Sunday. Yes, next week we'll be back to normal, just the three of us. Just the three lonely gentlemen Uh recording their podcast. We're going to (laughs) miss all of you. I'll be there looking over your shoulder. Rachel's always there. That's right. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Sham Fiction is produced by Two Jackets Productions, which is Eric Carlson, Marcus Mann, and Andrew Neal. Big thanks to this week's guest performers, Rachel Palaszewski, Joe Rapp, Katie Benelli, and Alan Voigt. Thanks to Reed Reimer for writing the music, and tremendous entertainment for providing the recording space. For more episodes and to read this week's fiction, visit shamfiction.com. <laughs>